everyone. Welcome to another episode of Caught Between the Tie and High Heels, a transgender podcast journal where I share past experiences and new situations as I slowly step out of the closet to free myself from the tie and live my life completely in the high heels. I'm Jamie, your hostess and friendly neighborhood trans lesbian, and welcome to the podcast. to another episode it is tuesday april 12th 2022 and uh this is going to be a interesting uh episode if anything it's just me d's not here she's actually fast asleep uh because i could again i always end up recording these things like uh at the uh wee hours of the night but that's just me i'm a night owl but um I want to say, first of all, uh, thank you. Uh, last episode, um, um, uh, because uh, we also had, and, and thank you to everyone in Australia, uh, very first people, like the first two downloads were from Germany, which was pretty awesome. Uh, I loved being in Germany. Ich wünsche ein bisschen Deutsch, ja? And mein Deutsch ist nicht so gut. So, but I do love... Um, and I'm sorry if I butchered the accent, but I'm sorry. I loved living there, um, in, uh, Bayonne and, and wish I could go back. My kid was actually even born in Würzburg. So, uh, yeah, Germany holds a very, uh, dear place in my heart. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, I mean, Australia, of course, love you in Australia. There's somebody in Perth. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't, you're always so faithful in downloading and I love it. I would love to hear from you one time. So Perth, love you, would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being so awesome. Um, and eventually we get, of course, some people in the UK, Canada actually ended up uh, uh, downloading this past week. So really excited about that. I just love, um, I wish I could travel all over the place. Like everywhere someone downloaded, I would love to be able to go to most of those places <laughs> there's a couple that i'm just like well i don't know but um anyway on this tuesday my topic for today for this episode may seem like a morbid one but to me i thought it was very fitting basically the dream is is dead for me not in a bad way um just reality check so let me explain what I mean by that all right just before everybody gets their panties in a bunch and everything else I'm like what are you talking about what dream so I I and I'm gonna go out on a limb and um, well kind of to I don't mean to put words in everyone's mouth I cannot speak for everyone's journey transition but most transgender people that I would think of the i would believe that the underlining goal when you're transitioning into your chosen you know the the your the, the your true selves is that you want to be accepted by if you are binary first of all i'm not going to exclude non-binary or intersex because i love you all as well 
But, I mean, for those who like to fit or wish to fit into the, or identify in the binary, male or female. I identify as female. So, I can only imagine, because this feeling is so strong with me, and has been for all of my life, I can only imagine that it is something that aches in the heart of every transgender person. And that is to, and I'm going to say this word, but I don't want everybody to freak out because I know that it's a farce, but being passable, you probably already knew that was a word I was going to say. Anyway, so (laughs) one of the goals, um, for me was that I always wanted to be just another face in the crowd. I wanted to look like the average. I didn't want to look like a bombshell. And by the way, there are a ton of trans women that you are just drop dead freaking gorgeous. I mean, wow. I just absolutely stunning. And there's no way that I would even dream of achieving that. Or wanting to achieve that. That's just a standard I think is like, oh my gosh, way out of my league. (laughs) I mean, I think in any part of my life, at any stage. Um, But I always wanted to look just a natural, this is the way I was born. Cisgender, female, don't bat an eye. Nothing doesn't... There's no hint of anything that looks even remotely male-ish. And you're just another face in the crowd. You know? Just to blend in. And just live your life. Just to be happy. Again, I'm not trying to speak for every transgender person that's out there. Um, But I'm saying somewhere in that ballpark... I can only imagine that there is that desire. There is that want. Because of all the taboo that we have put on the fact of, well, if we look passable, we don't have to go through all the other bullshit. We don't have to worry about being clocked as much. We don't have to worry about being uh, picked out of a crowd or yelled at because we want to go take a leak, you know, uh, in a public restroom. We don't have to worry about that. If you look passable... You look like you were born that way, like every other female out there. You kind of get this in your mindset that it's, um, you know, it's kind of like you get a little bit more of a free ride. You know, you just you're going to coast through a little bit more. It's going to be easier for you to be able to get through. And for me. I have thought about this now for, I I guess, a few months, probably two or three months now, that um, as I become more aware of my own transition, as I um, venture out more and more um, as my true self, being true to myself as to who I am and essentially what I am... um, I realized that because of the time that I that I chose in order to start my hormones, testosterone has already kind of had its way with me. I mean, testosterone is a wrecker. I mean, it, it, it tears up your skin. It makes you more wrinklier. It puts fat deposits in the wrong places and the whole nine yards. 
And it just, it you know, at age 47, when I started to uh, start my HRT, um, it was a little too late. I already had gray hair, so that's the battle that I'm fighting right now. I've gone through laser hair removal. I've got just about uh, all of the black hair off of my face. However, because of my age, of course, I have a lot of white hair in my facial hair, especially underneath my chin. And I'm constantly having to shave my chin because I started transitioning way too late in life. I got the gray hair. Of course, we all know laser uh, hair removal does not have any effect on gray hair because there's no pigment in it, from what I was told uh, by my tech. I was like, why doesn't this get? And they were like, yeah, it doesn't have any pigment in it, so therefore it doesn't really do anything. And it sort of just goes right through it. It doesn't stop. And um, so to me, that dream that I've had in the back of my mind of me hoping, me praying to be passable to where you're going to look at me and, or I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm just going to feel like every other female out there. To me, that dream is dead. I have to realize that. I have to be honest with myself because I started way too late in life. Does that stop me from going out? Fuck no. I am... I, I'm finding myself actually embracing that, allowing that to give myself more strength uh, when I go out. And this is the good part. So, okay, yes, that dream is over, but it still does not stop me or still does not mean that I am less valuable, nor does it mean that I need to be... Um, Oh, I had a good word for this. This eludes me, especially at wee hours of the night. <laughs> that I have to be ashamed. Uh, or I have to be uh, feeling that I'm, um, you know, being shy or embarrassed about my present. My, my, yeah, my presence. It doesn't mean any of that shit. It just basically means that I've transitioned later in life and I'm trying to be happy. That's it. And honestly, this is a journey that I'm finding myself taking. And it's like I find myself every single day I think about this more and more convicted to the fact of, yeah, you know, when I was presenting male and playing that role, um, I had basically given up. I really didn't care. I got so big. The heaviest I ever got was 250 pounds. And I mean, it was... My back is was hurting. It was really bad. It just awful. And then I sort of went down and I sort of hovered for a good 10 years, <laughs> sadly, uh, around 230 pounds. So that takes a toll, you know. And so I'm still battling these these the weight loss. I did really good. I got down 40 pounds. So I was actually at 189 at one point. And damn, if, if Thanksgiving didn't hit and I just started talking myself into one more cheat day, one more cheat day, and then next thing you know, my mom dies and I'm just eating everything under the sun. And going back to eating all the shit that I shouldn't be eating to begin with. Every drive through that you can imagine around here. I mean, to the point to where I got sick of, uh, what drive through am I going to go through this time? 
What DoorDash am I going to order? So, no, I don't want to look like a guy in a dress. I feel sometimes that I do. But I try, when I do feel that, I find myself pushing a little bit more or putting a little bit more extra effort in like my makeup or my my dress that I'm wearing um, to where I at least feel cute. I like what I'm wearing. It beats the shit out of the same boring drab stuff that male clothing that I have in my closet, which I can't wait to fully get rid of. Um, and that will happen, maybe not this year, but probably next year, because I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just getting tired of it. Why do I, why should I feel ashamed because I want to be myself? There's absolutely no freaking reason why I should feel ashamed. I mean, if I go out and I do like a lackluster, you know, uh, effort into presenting feminine or whatever... Sure, and my main goal is that I want to look feminine because that's the way I feel. Well, then okay, you're a little down on yourself. But again, it doesn't make any difference. If I choose to not put on makeup one time, I can still be girly. Excuse me. I can still be girly. I can still be feminine. I just, you know, my loungewear, like everything that I wear is all female. When I lounge around the house, that's what I wear. It's all female clothing or feminine clothing. Doesn't mean I have to get all made up or anything else like that. Am I still 230 pounds? Damn near close to it. Does that mean that I'm less than a female or that I'm not blending in enough? I don't really give a shit. I I, I have to say, I'm really kind of surprised at like how much owning it. Like I to the point of Hey, yay, you're a guy. You know, you go out there and you're trying to go into the bathroom or something like that. And some, you know, dipshit and under uneducated individual ends up clocking you or pointing it out. Like, yeah, yeah, I am transgender. And what's your issue? You know, I keep thinking of what this rebuttal would be. Not that I'm looking to start a fight. Not that I'm looking to insult the individual. But, okay, yeah. And honestly, I find my that those same defense mechanisms that I had in high school <laughs> from all the bullies. Like, you're a nerd. You're weird. Yeah, I am. And I've always been that way. So I find it to be okay. Sorry, my voice started going. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about this wrong. Um... But for some reason, it just sort of feels right to me that that dream for me, not for anybody else, that dream for me, in reality, is dead. There's just no way that I am going to, I do not feel, because my body fat is not redistributing the way that I would like it to. After five years, this May 10th, actually, um, will be my five-year rebirth day. And I would think that I would have a little bit larger boobs than what I have right now. I'm lucky I can fill an A cup. But I got a little bit of something. I know when I run into something with my boob (laughs) or my nipple, it hurts. And I take a little bit of happiness and pride in that. So, you know, I guess it's what I got. Um... 
and you know when push comes to shove i can i can always go get uh, a boob job i'm still worried about that a little bit but you know that's just my own trepidation that i have but yeah honestly uh, i just i don't know what it was that that sparked it i kept trying to think because I had gone out a few times. I've gone to a few events. I've done some travel now, which was really good. Things have been going in a pretty positive uh, pretty positive direction. I've gotten a few negative looks, I think, maybe. Um or curious looks. And I even got told one time that it was just my voice. Other than that, I looked feminine. I was fine. Um but other than my voice, when I started to talk, which was, okay, again, I'm working with what I got. I'm not going to sit there and, hi, everybody, good to see you, hi. That's not going to work. That's not going to work for me. So what I've got going on right now, this is the best I'm going to get. <laughs> so I can't, I can't give you any more. And if I'm really tired or something along those lines, it's going to start sounding a little deeper and I can't help that. But I did, I just spent an entire week on vacation talking the way I'm talking right now. And I got mammed, I got you ladies, and I just loved it. And I felt good. I felt really, really good. And the entire time that I was there on vacation too, I was like, okay, I'm doing this 24-7. If I get clocked by anyone, the lady at the front desk was the only one that really gave me kind of a curious look. I didn't mention this on last episode, but when we got there, I was dressed in male attire because I'd just gotten off the plane. I wasn't going to change in the in the, in the uh, airport and then go to the hotel. So I waited. We checked in. Uh, an hour later, I come back down presenting as my true self. <laughs> and the same lady uh, that checked us in, she I, she kind of gave us that, hey, what, what, what's going on? Kind of a curious glance, you know. And... Um, that was really the only sort of weird look that I've gotten. Uh, I am sure <coughs> that's not going to be the last I get. That's also not going to be the hardest negative reaction that I get. I'm sure that I'm going to get somewhere down the road verbally slapped in the face and called out and clocked for being a transgender woman. I have no doubt. But I just feel that I'm like, I keep preparing myself for that and thinking, how is it really an insult for someone to call me out? I don't think so. I don't believe that I have thought of myself as a trans lesbian woman. Oh my gosh, since I was probably 19, 20 I was, I just knew in the back of my mind that I knew that that was me. I'm going to be 52 soon. So if I've thought about this all my life, somebody else calling me out and saying what I am, that's just redundancy. I mean, when you really come right down to it. And I don't know. I just feel really good about this revelation. I feel that it is a revelation. It's uh, strength. The fact that I get I get strength from the people that I have chosen to be around me, my friends, my loved ones, you that actually listen to this podcast 
every one of you, all 19 of you that download these podcasts on a regular basis, Perth, I love you, Germany, Dublin, uh, Canada, you know who you are because you're listening to this. You all give me strength. I have no idea who the hell you are from Adam. I would love to get to know you. I would actually love to take you all out for coffee one time. I think it would be such a friggin' awesome event uh, just to be able to do that. But you all give me strength. Knowing that I have these people, yeah, I'm not getting thousands of downloads. That would be awesome for every episode that I do. But you all add to the friends that I have that I feel that I am greatly in abundance of that are wonderful individual people. Fantastic support group that I have are the friends that I have come out to. Even though I don't talk to them on a daily basis, I have people in that have that I have encountered. I have told them and, and come out to them and they've been accepting. And man, if that does not just empower me that, you know, if a person clocks me on the street, if I run into a group of people that clock me on the street, as long as we're not like getting into a physical altercation or something like that, okay, that's fine. I'd try to talk to them, maybe educate them. Why do you, why do you dislike trans people? If that isn't something that I see as a viable option, you just try to dissipate and defuse the situation by either leaving or whatever the case may be. I just feel like I'm not saying you do this, but this is my game plan that I constantly run through my mind and I'm okay. I'm totally okay with that because yes, you're damn right. I am a trans lesbian woman when the, no matter what happens at the end of the day, no matter how much I'm presenting male on a regular basis, uh, still, it doesn't change the fact that I am a trans woman. Nothing is going to change that. I've tried. I've thought it was a phase. I've purged thousands of dollars of beautiful clothes and shoes. It always comes back to the same thing. I am a trans lesbian woman. There is no reason why I should not be uh, celebrating that every single day. And I'm not going to look like a, a model. I'm not going to look like some of these beautiful, gorgeous trans women that I see online. Oh my God, my feeds on Instagram. Just amazing. Now, I'm not going to say names, but there's a gorgeous woman who always ends up playing basketball on her heels. You can't tell me that that girl is, I mean, she's a model for God's sake. She's gorgeous. I know that I'm not going to be that. I can lose 40 pounds again. I can get down to my 185. I know that I'm not going to look like that. <laughs> I'm just too old. But that doesn't mean that I'm out. That doesn't mean that I got to stop trying. And you know what? 50-some-year-olds need to be happy just like a 20-year-old. And that's what I'm trying to be. I just want to live my life and try to be happy for once and actually participate in my life. So why the hell not be proud of who you are? Or what you are, alright? If you want to put a label on it. I'm always not, you know, like the happiest with who I am. Because <laughs> you make, you know, everybody makes questionable decisions. And I seem to 
have a nuance for making really bad decisions uh, throughout my life. So I'm not always crazy about myself for doing that. But when push comes to shove, me presenting myself the way that I want to present myself outwardly to the public on a daily basis as a female, as a trans woman, there is no reason why I should be going out there and being scared someone's going to see me or scared that someone's going to clock me. I already know that. You know, and and to me, knowing that and coming to that realization has helped me tenfold. Maybe you're transitioning or maybe you've been on hormones and you've also still been been uh, presenting male for as long as you can possibly, you know, imagine but you're still taking the hormones because you needed that for your inside, your own self. You did that move for yourself. Not giving a shit what other people think, you know, to a degree. Sure, your family, your close loved ones and everything else, you hope for the best. But if they're going to choose to be nasty to you or make it difficult for you, and and, and, and again, you may be stuck, I'm not saying just to fuck them all, you know, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying (laughs) they're going to be the ones that lose out, and it's a shame, and yeah, it's going to be rough, but you should never be embarrassed for who you are. The situation in which you find yourself does not reflect on the person that you are. First of all, you even coming out to someone you're my hero because I was scared shitless to do that. I'm still scared shitless to do that for a couple of people that I have in my life, which is why I still present. And I'm trying really, really hard not to be that fearful anymore, to be able to face that. But if you're able to come out like the generation that came behind me, you millennials and the generation that comes after them, You all come out at such an early age. Wow. Man. That takes strength. That takes cojones. That I never had. (laughs) And I still don't have. And I admire the shit out of that. So maybe you're trying to transition late in life and everything else. Do not. Just because maybe you you don't believe yourself to be passable. Doesn't mean you're any less valuable. Nope. Doesn't mean you're any less uh, of a woman. Doesn't mean you're any less of a trans woman. You are a trans woman. You are a trans man. If you're if you're one of my female to male transgender individuals, I lo- I know I don't talk about you as much, but God, do I love you. I would I've I've known two uh, trans men in my life, and they have been some of the most awesome individuals I've ever met. And you're just as beautiful. And if you don't look like an uh, uh, an average dude, that doesn't make you less valuable. It doesn't make you less of a human being. It's not something that you should be ashamed of. Maybe I'm I'm I I maybe I'm like so far off. Maybe I've been isolated from the transgender and LGBTQ communities for such a long period of time. I come up with this weird crap on my own. But I really feel like this is... This was a a revelation that I needed 
to come up with. And it's if it's my way, I got to feel that other people are, are feeling the same way or have had these same feelings. I can't feel that I, I can't imagine that I would be the only one alone. I would be shocked and amazed that I am the only person that feels this way and thinks this way. I hope that I'm not. I really do. I hope that I'm not. I hope that other people are coming to this realization and maybe I'm just late to the party like I always am. I mean, I need <laughs> I need it spelled out to me for almost every situation. I don't it it takes me a while in order for me to catch on. So maybe this is it. Maybe I'm just late to the party and like, yeah, everybody else has been thinking out that. Way to go, Jamie. You're showing up late again. But if if you think differently or you think that I'm like not beating up the right tree. I would love to hear that. If you have a, a, if you feel the same way, I would love to hear from you. Um, I don't know. This was just something I feel very important that I had to spend the last half hour, uh, telling you because it, it has been such a foundation for me, um, that I think about it every day now. And I think it's really important. Just like I think every last one of you are important and wonderful and beautiful people. And again, I can't thank you enough for spending a half hour every week listening to me babble. I hope I'm entertaining enough in order for you to keep coming back. But yeah, I can't thank you all enough. So I'm going to go cry now probably. But... <laughs> I really appreciate you spending time with me and I will look forward to spending some more time with you next week. Y'all take care. Toodles. If you enjoyed this episode, there are a few ways you can help us continue making great content. You can buy us a coffee at buymecoffee.com forward slash Harry Rump. You can purchase some quality shirts and accessories at Harry Rump's House of Stuff or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Harry Rump's House of Stuff. You can also do all those and contact us on our website at tyinhighheels.com. You can always find us on Instagram and Facebook at tyinhighheels. And don't forget to give us a review on iTunes. And email all of your comments and questions at jamie, J-A-I-M-E-E, at tyinhighheels.com. And as always, happy listening! Happy listening!